Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sugar-coated murder podcast where we bake things in our kitchen and, and talk about true crime. Don, 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 don. Yes, yes. Welcome everybody. Welcome back to our listeners. And whoo, whoo, we hit thirteen thousand downloads. Lord today. have mercy. That's, that's a huge milestone. And Thank we really y'all so much. Everybody listening and ask you to continue to listen. Keep it up because it's that kind of stuff that makes us want to keep on doing what we're doing. Absolutely. So there you have it. All right. So it's your turn to bake. What are you cooking? Well, um, oh, it's very sorry. loud in that kitchen. Well, it's your kitchen, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Um, I am making homemade soft pretzels. Oh, Lord, I love a soft pretzel with some spicy mustard. So I'm doing some with just regular flaky salt, mm-hmm. some with the everything bagel spice, mm-hmm. and then some I'm going to do sweet with some brown sugar cinnamon. Oh, wow, that's so, exciting. Yeah, so nice. This is another one of our addiction, a.k.a. Sally. Oh, God, we're so addicted to Sally. I, I mean, at this point, we're stalking her. We're you stalking know what? her for baking. It's because she makes us feel like we can do anything in the she kitchen. She does. When you read her recipes, you think, oh, my God, I can totally do that. Yes. I've never done. Listen, this has yeast. You know, I've I know. always said I'm not a yeaster. You're anti-yeasting. Yep. Here I sit in your kitchen yeasting away. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So I'm out of control. But it's it's Sally. It's all on Sally. She makes me feel like I can do anything. And it's the best thing. We've made more things in the year that we've been doing this than we've ever made in our and lives. Hope, like yes, like things that we would have never even thought to try. Attempted. Yeah. No. And I have a whole bucket list of things that I still want to do. I know. Me too. Oh, we're crazy. Um, I'm so proud of so, you for venturing into the world you. of yeast. I know. It really makes me nervous. But according to Sally, this is foolproof. Oh and my gosh. I'm proof that I'm a fool. So next thing you know, you're going to try to make bagels. Don't, what? Don't even start. I think I can make bagels. Time to make the bagels. Sally, we're going to be looking them up. Sally, (laughs) we have bagels. Oh my gosh, what else is happening in the world today? Um, We are in Charleston, South Carolina, if you didn't know. And and we are being attacked. We are currently under under attack attack by Mother Nature. (laughs) Oh, it's a yellow cloud. She pees pollen all over us. Oh my gosh. It's everywhere. You go outside and you you come in and you feel it. It's just. Stop. It's, it's all up in your throat, in your ears. It's, it's in your hair. In your hair. It's everywhere. It's, I know it's, it's on the dog. It's everywhere. It's yeah. all yellow and green, and it's, it's not, not okay. okay. <laughs> oh you, buy, you, you buy me a Coke. Girl, I ain't buying you, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? I'm so sorry. Uh, I said sorry. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe March is almost over. I know. It's flying by. It is. It, once my birthday hits, it flies. Yeah. Before my birthday, it crawls. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's really nothing more important in March other than your birthday. Yeah, so now that we've gotten that out of the way. Exactly. What the so, heck? 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, you get so, to getting in your kitchen. Yeah. Um, I can, yeah, I'll go over the recipe when we take a break. It's really easy. It's, it's really like get the yeast going and then dump it in. Nothing has to rise. And I've noticed you've got the hook set up on I the kitchen. The yeah. Yeah. You're and a hooker now. Now I'm a hooker too. I'm Welcome a yeast to the hooker. Oh my gosh. Things are really out of I control. I am a little parched though. Would you mind uh, getting me a little water? Yeah, um, water's right here. Um, I happen to be drinking some coffee with amaretto in it oh, tonight. don't you worry. I've got Baileys in my yes. coffee. It's more Baileys than coffee. Thank you. And well, you know, we've gotten some kind of feedback from some people that we seem to evidently know, people sound better like it better when we drink and drinking, which is crazy because I feel like we don't make any sense when we're drinking. Agreed. Agreed. Whatever. We're Whatever. just not going to make sense. Hang in there with us, y'all. I mean, you don't have to beg us to drink. No. <laughs> Twist my arm, <laughs> would you? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, while you get to cooking, I, I am that. going I to talk about a murder. Oh, that's so exciting. This happened in Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas, baby. Yeah. Um, and just to get it out of the way, I got my information from the LV reviewjournal.com like Las Vegas review. Yeah. Journal. And um court documents. I read a lot of court documents on this one. Okay. There is a Paula Zahn show on this one. I don't remember the name of it, but um lately I've been going on and seeing what kind of murders she's talking about and then I'll just get a name and do research on my own that's when you find out all the really good stuff yeah if i can find the court documents that's what i prefer because they give you a nice narrative yes um and then you know you're getting the information and it's accurate so and we don't want to be telling no stories no girl people well, we want to tell a story we just want it to accurate. be true accurate right <laughs> got to be accurate yes all right so this is the story of Alyssa otrimba Otrimba. Oh. Alyssa Otrimba was just steps away from her home when she disappeared September 2nd, 2011. Wow. She had stayed home from school sick that day. Um, it was the Friday before Labor Day. She didn't want to fall behind with her schoolwork, so she had asked a friend if he would meet her um, so she could borrow one of his books so that um, she could catch up and stay on top of her schoolwork. Okay. So at 6.38, Alyssa sent her mom a text letting her know where she was, and she let her know that her phone was about to die, but that she would be home in 30 minutes. Oh, cool. That's a good girl. Yeah. Alyssa's mom, Jennifer, sent her a text exactly 30 minutes after Alyssa's text, <laughs> but she got no response. Like the mom that we are. Exactly. This is, I think this is why I was originally drawn to this story, because I thought, yeah, that would be us, too. Like, yeah. We would be yep, right on top of it. Where, where are you? Yeah. Um, she called home, talked to her young, her daughter that is Alyssa's younger sister. She, Alyssa's not at home. Immediately, Jennifer starts to search for Alyssa. She calls the police. Um, Alyssa's sister tries to track Alyssa's phone through one of the apps, like Find My Phone, mm -hmm. but she couldn't. She didn't pick anything up. So, were they in the same town? Was Alyssa in the same town as yes. her mom? Yeah. Okay. They were in the same town. Um, they called the hospitals. They put together a search party. They made flyers and distributed, like, so they could start distributing them. Mm -hmm. And um, the they police came immediately. They were on, They like, I don't think she could have gotten anything together quicker than she did. 
Okay. They couldn't find her anywhere. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Wow. Less than 24 hours after Alyssa went missing, a neighbor called Jennifer. She was out looking to tell her that the police were at her house and that they had just found a burned body about 300 feet from her backyard. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. From Alyssa's backyard? Correct. It, it, I think the exact measurement was 264 feet. So, and can you tell me how long it's been at this point? Less than 24 hours. What the flip? Right. So, um, and I'll, I'll get in, into, I'll, let me keep okay. going and then I'll be able to give you some more information on it. Uh, Jennifer immediately came to the house. The police um, had roped off the area where the body had been found, which was just on the other side of her backyard. Mm -hmm. Everyone was sure it was Alyssa, but the body had been so badly burned that police needed dental records in order to identify the body. Dental records confirmed that the body did belong to 15-year-old Alyssa Otremba. Alyssa's body was naked from the waist down. Her face, hands, and chest area were burned the worst. There was a strong odor of gasoline at the oh, scene. She had been stabbed and probably raped. Oh. An autopsy revealed that Alyssa had been stabbed more than 80 times. What the hell? A piece of the knife was actually found lodged in her head. Oh my God. The letters LV had been carved into her thigh. Her jeans and a tank top were found at the scene and they had also been burned. Wow. Um, just to give you an idea, um, we don't really have this kind of thing around here, but I know I've seen it in some other places where we've been. Mm -hmm. The neighborhood that Alyssa lived in um, had a gate. Okay. And when she went through the gate, you could go over a bridge, like a footpath. Yeah. They also had um, pedestrian tunnels that went under, um, which evidently is something they do there. So... That go under what? Like the road? Under the... Yeah. I guess it keeps you from crossing the road. The busy highways and stuff, right? So... I don't like a tunnel. When it's... When I say it was 300 yards from her house... She would have had to come through the gate. It's not like she could have just gotten to her backyard from where she was. Okay. She would have to go through the gate and then through the neighborhood. Okay. So it wasn't like an easy yeah. pass through. Right. Um, so then the police had to, they questioned her classmate. Remember, she was going to meet a classmate to get a book. And he said, I never, I sent her a text and told her I wasn't allowed to leave home. So I never met her. They checked his story. It was true. He never left the house. Did he text her? He did text her. Okay. Well, they don't know because they haven't, they haven't been able to find oh, her phone. Okay. Found phone. So okay. Not, but I guess I gave it away. Yes. Sorry. I keep asking <laughs> questions. I'm, I don't mean to rush it. It's I just okay. I'm curious. It's okay. Um, so police go back. They start looking around the crime scene. They determined that Alyssa took that she would have the route she would have gone would have gone through that pedestrian tunnel to a gate that went into her community okay and police go to re, try to retrace her steps to see if they can find any evidence anywhere uh-huh and they find blood on the gate so she was so close to making it home like oh. she was at the gate she was at the gate that is heartbreaking they find 
a trail of blood from the gate out into the to the spot where they found her body, which was actually from where the gate was and where the house was. Mm-hmm. It was down a little ravine, and it was in a spot that was very hidden, even though it was flat. It was just a little ravine, but it was deep enough that nobody could see Alyssa. Okay. So, so you're saying, see what you're saying. Yes. Um, they figure she probably made it to the gate and was forced at knife point into the deserted area. It was a deserted lot behind the house. DNA, DNA evidence is collected at the scene, and it's put into the CODIS database, uh-huh. and there was no match. Police set up a hotline. I mean, they were really on top of this. I, I, yeah. It really went like lickety split. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they were like, well, she's young. She she's could be just run away. Yeah, right. or, you know, maybe she just went to the mall and didn't tell her mom. Right. They were on top they of were it. On, so. They were on it. That's good to know. Good to know in, in Vegas. Yes, way to go, Vegas. So police set up a hotline and they rele- released some of the details. You know, they never release all of them. No. About the murder. And tips come pouring in. The most important tip came from an angel by the name of Elizabeth. Uh, Her last name was Morales, Elizabeth Morales. Elizabeth was 18 at the time, and she told police, I know who killed, I know who killed her. I know who this killer is. She's nervous, but she found the courage to tell the police that that she would meet them at a convenience store parking lot and give them the details. Wow. So the police get there. Elizabeth shows up. She says that the night that um, Alyssa was murdered, she'd been out on a date with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. During the date, her boyfriend's best friend called like 20 times. And then her boyfriend finally picked up and was like, you know, dude, I'm on a date. What's the deal? Yeah, what the hell? After he talked to his friend, the friend's name was Javier, um, he ended the date and went to meet with Javier. And then later that night, Elizabeth's boyfriend, his name is Danny, and Javier came to her house. Elizabeth's boyfriend whispered in her in her ear that he thought Javier had killed someone. Oh my gosh, that is frightening. And then Elizabeth saw the news the next day. She knew it had to have been Javier. Wow. Elizabeth also said that she thought Javier had attacked a friend of her brother's in the pedestrian tunnel just a few weeks before. Oh my gosh. She gave him all the details about about that. So yeah. they, they called Danny, who was Elizabeth's boyfriend, down to the station for questioning and wanted to know, you know, what, what can you tell us about what happened? Danny was not at all surprised to be questioned. He confirmed Elizabeth's story. He said Javier told him that he killed a little girl. Oh, my gosh. And then Danny met Javier at a gas station where Javier borrowed money from Danny to fill a small gas can that he had hidden in a backpack. Then Danny drove Javier to a deserted lot and Javier walked away. Um, Javier did or Danny did? Javier got out of the car. He just got out and walked. Okay, I got you. So, but, you know, Danny, Danny had to have known what the heck was going on. Well, yeah, yeah, he knew. So, um, the SWAT team heads on over to Javier's house, and they surround, and they're all ready to go in, and he actually comes out, doesn't put up a fight at all, and 
he, they beat him down to the police station and he confesses to everything. Oh. He's like, yeah, I was at home and I got bored. So I grabbed uh, a knife. Out excuse of, me? Right. I grabbed a knife and I went out walking just to see what kind of trouble I could find. And I happened to see this girl walking and I followed her and she was walking really fast. But she got to a gate and she fumbled a little bit and I was able to catch up with her. And I got her. And I dragged her into the lot. And I raped her, and oh, I stabbed her. The hell! And it's just like, so this is what I did today, right? And I, I was, carved the initials LV, which stand for Las Vegas, into her thigh because it made me feel gangster. No, 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 Javier, that is not. That's not gangster. That's killer. Right. Um, he then panicked. Because he knew that he had killed her, went and met up with Danny, got him some gasoline, and then tried to burn her so nobody would be able to figure out that he had any part of it. But he didn't do a very good job. Thankfully, I will say, thankfully, the autopsy revealed that she was dead when he set her on fire. Well, that is, I guess, the solution. One of the knife wounds had punctured her lung and caused her to die. Oh, God. So, but he had basically tortured her. I mean, he it raped her like and it. then tortured her. To stab somebody 80 times. Yeah. I mean, it could have been the 80th stab wound that, that, that killed, killed her. her. It, you know? Yeah. It's unsat. Unsat. Not okay. So, he also admitted that he is the one that attacked Elizabeth's brother's friend, friend. in the tunnel. Yeah. Well, isn't he just a chatty Kathy today? He did. He was like, yeah, I did it. I did well, it. Is he feeling gangster? Feeling kind of gangster. Is he now? <laughs> He actually said, you know, I've been raping girls since I was <gasps> about 12. What the friggin' hell? Yep. Are yep. you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Like, he's saying this like it's something, like, like I earned a badge in Girl Scouts yeah. for this? Yeah, and it was really creepy um, because it's you could tell when he started, it was, you know, I'm raping girls. And then as it progressed, it escalates and escalates. Of course, it always does. And then... Um, when he attacked the... It typically escalates until they get caught. Right. When he attacked the girl in the tunnel before Alyssa, she had actually been able to give a description. And her description, they, they did a sketch, and they put the sketch up around. It's insane because he looks just like the sketch. I mean, oh, she nailed wow. it, but nobody, I guess nobody picked up on it, or nobody said anything if they knew it was him. And then he escalated and killed but thankfully when the other little girl that got attacked got attacked her mm -hmm. friends heard her screaming in the tunnel and they came and he Same let her job. go yeah so oh God. Alyssa was not that lucky Bless her little heart I know Sweet angel. but what about this Elizabeth Morales she's 18 she says I got Kayuna's yeah. And Hakuna Matata. And the police even the offered to say, hey, when we go get your boyfriend, Danny, we won't tell him where we got this information. We will She's protect like, uh -huh, you. I'm stand up girl. And she said, you tell him where you got this information. Good you make her. sure he knows it was from me. God, I like I her. I know. I really like her. I love that. <laughs> She's got the I love She's it. She's got the right stuff. She does. She does. So, Javier gets charged with Alyssa's murder along with some other rapes and 
things that he confessed to. Various sundry. Exactly. His idea of boredom. This part is kind of crazy. So he he agrees to plead guilty for a plea deal. Mm-hmm. But when the def- when the prosecutor goes in and reads the plea deal, mm-hmm. they the defense had never put whoever prepared the plea deal had never put that it was premeditated murder. Oh. Which gives you a longer sentence. Of course it does. Um, And could be capital. Absolutely. So they had left that out. Well, this whole thing got tied up in the court system for five years. No way, because they were trying to add that? Because they wanted, that they insisted it's no no deal if it's not premeditated. We're not going to give him a deal. Because he could have gotten off like, oh he was God. supposed to get life in yeah. exchange for his guilty plea, and he could have gotten a lighter sentence without that premeditated. So the prosecutor said, absolutely not. We're not going to stop until we get this right. It went all the way to the Supreme Court in Nevada. And the Supreme Court said, you know what? You're right. This is, is there some dust? It's fine. Everything's good. <laughs> it's probably pollen. No, probably. <laughs> anyway, the Supreme Court said, hell no, he ain't getting that deal. That deal is dead. Yeah. They ended up taking him to trial and charging him with cap- capital murder. Good. No, I'm so sorry. There's a very loud situation. There's a lot going on here. And in 2017, the case finally goes to trial. Uh-huh. Um, it took the jury three hours to find him guilty. On March 21st, 2017. You're guilty, you son of a bitch. Javier was sentenced to death. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. At 24, he is the youngest inmate on death row in Nevada. Do they still have a death penalty? They do, and I read up on that. It looked like it was in 2017 mm-hmm. that they had thought maybe they would get rid of the death penalty. Okay. And Alyssa's mother actually went before... <sighs> Congress and said, "Oh no, you don't. This Not until Javier fries. This is what will happen. Mm-hmm. You will let this man sit in prison for the rest of his life, and he needs to die." Yeah. So, unfortunately, Nevada's not really big on killing their prisoners. They okay. haven't executed a prisoner since 2006. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, they'll. Uh, but I think they're only 12 inmates. But I mean, they we need to get on with it. Get on with it, Nevada. Get on with it. There's no reason for us to let this draw out. The longer we wait, the more chance there is for the whole thing to fall apart and then yeah. the death penalty goes away. And, you know, people don't realize the impact that it has on families when the death penalty goes away after they've had after they've, their loved the, ones killed. That's the justice that right. was served. And then they feel like, well... That's not the justice that we agreed on or right. that the court reached. And now this person is getting, I mean, I know they don't just automatically get out of jail, but they, they get a different sentence than what was agreed upon. Right. And, and life in prison, I mean, life has a term. It's not just, okay, you got to live the rest of your life in prison. Right. A life sentence has a term. It, it could be 60 years, but Javier's only 24. Yeah, so he has a chance to get out. In 2017, out. he was Being 24. Being a jerk but, again. Exactly. A whole other jerk. Right. So are we going to let an 80-year-old man out on the streets that yeah. likes to guess, rape little girls? Yeah, because guess what? 
they, they tend to repeat themselves. Absolutely. Even in their 80s. As long as that schlang will oh, do God. what it wants to do. That's so gorgeous, schlang. It is. I don't like that gorgeous. word, schlang. Well, what do you want me to say? I don't know. Flagpole? Yeah. I don't know what you want. The jolly fucking Roger? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Mama. Amaretta, did you put in your <laughs> I coffee, put a girl? Lot more amaretta than I thought. So that is the story of Alyssa Atrimbo. Wow, that Atrimba. is Atrimba. Bless her mama's heart. I know. And bless that little angel's heart. Elizabeth that little... Morales. Yeah. I know. She needs to be. I mean, if it wasn't for Congress. her, if it wasn't for her, it would have taken forever. She needs to run for president. I will vote for her. There you go. That's right. President of Las Vegas. Yes. <laughs> So um, I'm glad that there's a break because I'm in a I'm in a quandary. I oh. have to need and I don't know how. Oh, I need to need. No, it says turn it out and need it for a minute and uh, let rest. Oh, so can you help me? Yeah, I'll pause it thank and help with the needing. Thank you. Please I'm very hold. Needy. All right. So thankfully, Annie has helped me get my needing situated because <laughs> I am a professional needer, and I'm just intimidated by the need. Don't be, don't be intimidated by the need. Well, I'm no longer intimidated by the need, but I just needed to see, I needed to see you need. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we're kind of at a standstill because we got the dough resting. So I thought I would just go on and share this recipe while we're waiting for some stuff to start happening. So again, this is on Sally's baking addiction. Um, dot com or you can we would prefer that you email us and ask us for it because we really enjoy getting email and, and it just we're makes desperate. us feel like you know people are listening and they care and they care and email they want us. our recipe even though it's sally's recipe they wanted it from us right just saying so this you do you do one and a half cups of warm water and a packet of yeast Woo! and um the it's just lukewarm it doesn't have to be a certain temperature and you put the yeast in your mixing bowl, and then you put your water in there and whisk it a little bit, and then you let it sit there for, I think she said, one minute. I think it sat for a little bit longer than that for me because I wasn't ready. And then you add, you whisk into that same bowl some salt, um, brown sugar. Brown sugar! Okay, Rolling Stones, <laughs> um, Mick Jagger. And a tablespoon of melted unsalted butter. Butter! Slightly cooled. And you whisk that up all together, and then you start adding your flour. And at that point, I hooked up the the hook, the hooker, the hooker. You got your hooker. We got on. the hooker. We turned on the hooker, and um, so you're going to add three cups of flour, one cup at a time, and then keep keep hooking it, Hook it. until it's <laughs> until that flour is gone. And then you do another cup and another cup, and then you have kind of a sticky, a little bit of a sticky dough. Sticky dough. And then I I stopped at Is that, that like point. A sticky and, pudding. Yes. So I stopped at that point and took my wooden spoon and kind of um, got the edges because right. they had flour on them, and so I scraped the edges and right. stuff. Turned the hook back on, and then I added another three quarters of a cup of flour to make it not very um, sticky. sticky. Yeah. And then it took a little bit more than that because it's really humid today. It is. And so I could I needed a little bit more. I think I did like maybe another couple of tablespoons so um and then um now i'm just waiting for it to rest oh. and then i'll i'll let you know as i'm doing it what happens next. something exciting happens next oh gosh it's really weird okay hold on though okay so here's what's been happening it's been crazy there's oh. been bathing bathing so you take your dough after it rests and then you cut it into 12 piece 12 
sections with the pizza cutter. You take each, each section, you roll it out. The rolling, I'm not good at. You just roll it with your hands back so and you forth. You did a fantastic job with oh, the rolling. Well, I appreciate that, but I felt very uncoordinated. So you roll it until it rolls out into a, a thin strip about 22 inches long. I think I got to 20 until I stopped or right. whatever. And then you do this little loop. So you, you bring it up and you loop it. You twist it twice and then you bring those two ends back. You've got and a pretzel. if you could see her, you would understand completely <laughs> how to do it. Yes. But I do happen to know with Sally on her website. She has a video. She does videos. Yes. So she it's very helpful. And that's how I, I watched the video a couple of times so I could get the twisty thing and understand Ooh. it. So then what happens is you, you drop it into a baking soda bath. Wow. Which it's... It's a half a cup of baking soda in some boiling water. Right. You dump, you put the pretzel in one or two at a time. It only stays in for 10 to 20 seconds. Anything longer than that, she said it'll taste metallic. Uh-oh. But it brings it out. It makes it shiny. It makes it chewy. Oh. And that's why you do it. Oh. And it also helps the um, salt or whatever you're putting on it. And I noticed that as it got done, it, it would rise it to the top. It kind of floats up to kinda the top. Kind of like tortellini. Kind of like tortellini. So, um... It's when you see the picture of these because we are full disclosure. Mm. These are not going to look like a pretzel that you would get at a bake shop. No, it is my interpretation of an abstract. We are not on TN. That's not who no, we are. No, but you know what? If I'm just serving it to my family, yes. it's okay. If I were going to put these at a, like a Christmas party or whatever, I would practice a little bit more. Right. But I think that with and practice, you do have to practice to get yeah. it. Like I know with some of the recipes I've done. When I go to make it a second time, I know more. So it's like, okay, yes. I needed to get everything set up and yes. in order and for this to go smoother. So sometimes you got to practice. I agree. And I'm happy to be your test on. I so appreciate happy that. So we, we do have some in the oven, so they'll come out and we'll taste them and then we'll see if we die or not. I so. think I might even have some spicy mustard. That is so exciting because I was thinking that would be really I good. I like it so spicy it burns your nose. I do. I do. I do. I oh. used to have some really good stuff that I bought in Pennsylvania that had a lot of w's and g's in the name oh right it was so good it was for prep it was for pretzels yeah. i think i got it at southern season back when Probably, southern season yeah. was a place and they think they sell something similar to that at i think harris teeter something like that it comes in a glass mug yes yeah yeah so it's it's really it's cool. in the international island. yeah it's like a german it's a true german spicy mustard yeah. kind of a thing yeah so i like it when it burns it would be good so but some of these i'm going to do sweet as well isn't that funny that i like a spicy mustard that but really that is burns, the only but thing i do you... not like spicy mexican food no it hurts my feelings it hurts your feelings it's a different kind of spice i guess like it's a hot pepper spice as opposed to a horseradish spice yeah yeah and because we love a horseradishy Bloody Mary, yes. it's only fitting that we like that in our mustard. Absolutely. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Yes. Okay, well, I have a murder. Oh, you did? You murdered? I didn't. <laughs> I researched a murder. Oh, what you got? What Found you got? me a, a moida. A moida. Yes. Where'd you um, go? Where'd you go to get it? I went to Illinois. Okay. Went to a place called Rockford, Illinois. Okay. And it's about this girl named Tammy Tracy. Um, her friends and family called her Puggy. Puggy. Yes. Aww. Yep. So it was a sunny afternoon in May, and Tammy Tracy was 19 years old, and she goes to a friend's house where she hangs out, watches Nightmore, Nightmare, watches movies. I think they oh, watch a Nightmare like on a Elm Street. Or, yeah. And then she washes her car at the friend's house because she has this car that she adores. Aww. 
And then afterwards, she stopped by her boyfriend's house to see if he wanted to go with her to the nearby park to wax her car and enjoy the spring weather. Because it was wax wax off. off. Right. The boyfriend says, no, he's going to go play basketball. He would see her later. So she heads off to Searles Park alone Uh to wax her car. Is it nighttime? No. Okay. No, it's it's daytime, something that she did every week on her day off. Oh, okay. She would wash her car at her friend's house and then and go, go wax, wax it at the it. park. Oh, my god! It was her thing. It was her thing. So, um, but this time she went to the park and she was never seen again. Oh, shoot. She literally disappeared without a trace. Oh, no. So, um, Tammy had graduated from Auburn High School in Rockford, Illinois the year before. Um, she was working as a dental assistant at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was an avid golfer and, and was living at home with her parents. Um, <coughs> sorry, her mom, Linda, reported Tammy missing on May 28th um, after realizing that Tammy was not in her bed early that morning when she went to check on her before going to work. Mm-hmm. And then she also noticed that Tammy's car was not home. This was not like Tammy. Right. You could set your watch by Tammy. Right. That's the kind of kid she was. Where'd you go, Tam? So um, the mom go, starts to go searching around, and she actually finds Tammy's 1979 Oldsmobile at Searles Park. Parked in a parking spot. Okay. Doors locked. Car wax on the seat. No sign of foul play. Just no Tammy. Oh. Right. So, um, immediately, a, a massive search is launched. Immediately. Cops are on it. Families on Love it. That. They're Love out it. there. They're looking. She's got brothers and sisters. They're all looking. So, um, but they couldn't find any signs of her anywhere. So, the mom, Linda, um, said that Tammy was ultra-responsible and would never just leave and go somewhere no, without saying she something. she wouldn't leave her car. She wouldn't she leave her, her right. car. And she, has, she, would never, she would never just leave and go with somebody she didn't know. She would not leave and then not tell her mom that there was a change in her schedule. She was just one of these kids that was by the book. Right. So um, her, Tammy's mom, Linda, was absolutely beside herself. I'm sure. Devastated. And tortured over where the heck Tammy is. So immediately billboards go up, mm-hmm. flyers go out, okay. searching for our Missy. Isn't that interesting? Because that happened to my girl too. It's this amazing. Is, the parallels are ridiculous. It is. We nail it every week, girl. It's every crazy. week. We nail it. We nail it. Nailed it. We are professionals. Well, we're nailers. <laughs> mm. And we're neaters. We are neaters. And we're yeasters. And hookers, evidently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look at us. We are nailing, hooking, yeasting professionals. Broads. <laughs> Just a couple of broads <laughs> yeasting with a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Amaretta and my coffee. <laughs> so there's an investigation on underway. Tammy's um, current boyfriend, former boyfriends, friends, families, all of them. Are interviewed, everybody. everybody interviewed at the station. They're lining up to get interviewed. Okay. They're all cleared. Oh, no. So Tammy seems to have just vanished into thin air, and her family is absolutely beside themselves. So also that year, Linda loses her husband and oh. her brother. Oh. She's having a tough freaking time. Holy cow. She's having a tough time. And her biggest fear that she is that she would die before knowing what happened to her daughter. Yeah, I can understand. She actually that. hired a psychic in June of that year, and the psychic couldn't tell her anything. Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So almost a year goes by. It's April of 1988, and the family has gathered for a wedding. 
Tammy's brother, Darren, is marrying Tammy's close friend, also a Tammy. Oh. And it is a bittersweet day for them. Right. So the day before the wedding, they get news that a body has been discovered by a bird watcher in Sugar River Forest Preserve, which is 20 miles from where oh. the original, where the first where car was. Where the car was yeah. found. Oh, man. So on the day of the wedding, they were notified that through the, the day use of, of the wedding. Yeah. Through oh. the, yeah, through the use of dental records, through the use of dental records. Oh my gosh, again, the parallels. Yeah. Um, they had confirmed that the remains were indeed of Tammy Tracy. Wow. Um, they could tell that she had been stabbed in the back with like an ice pick or something. Oh my gosh. And also shot in the back of her head. <gasps> oh. So all this time, police and Linda had a suspect in mind the whole time. Oh, really? They never had enough evidence to make an arrest. Oh. They couldn't make an arrest. And and Linda thought, well, now we've got a body, so now it's just gonna it's just gonna go lickety split. Oh. Well, it doesn't. No. So um this man that they that they are suspecting, he is known to Tammy. Tammy knows him. Okay. He's not he doesn't go to school with her. Okay. And he's not a friend of the family or family member, but he is considered an associate of the family. Okay. Okay. That's the suspect. Um, at the time, Linda puts up, scrapes together $15,000 in reward money. Oh, to put wow. Up. Yeah. And her son and new daughter-in-law purchased two billboards in town advertising the crime. Wow. With, I mean, yeah, with... Um, Tammy's face on it with the number to call everything right. it's just it's super sad wow super sad and Linda is beside herself as a mom all she wants to know is what happened to her kid sure. and she does not she is so fearful that she is going to die before she knows right so the the case dies out it's not an active it's not an inactive case okay um, but some con said we really felt like it, it had been a, it turned into a cold case. Oh no! So May of 2020. Oh. 33 years later. Oh wow! Yep, they put the story back into the press. Newspaper articles run. They show they interview Linda. Oh. Um, they interview the police. There's been, of course, change of police sure. chiefs and everything. The police chief that's there at this point. <laughs> Sorry. Don't mean to laugh. I've just walked into the kitchen to check the pretzels. Uh -oh. And there it is. <laughs> flour. And amongst the flour are two little feet prints. <laughs> so there's flour everywhere except for two little feet prints. I don't know what happened. It said flour the surface. I floured all the surfaces. Oh my Crazy. Oh my gosh. They smell good. Well, they do smell good, but... Are they golden brown? <laughs> they're, they're steamy. They're steamed. What do they look like? They look like pretzels. Do they? They really do? They really, they, they do. Are they golden brown? They are golden brown. Oh my God, they look like pretzels. I, know. I cannot believe it. Do you think that's the right color? I do. I really do. So I'm good. Pull them out. I feel like you can pull them out. All right, I'm pulling them, people. Oh my gosh. Let them cool for a minute, though. Let me get through my moita. Keep on trucking. Okay, so we're May of 2020, 33 years later. Linda is in the news. The police chief said, 
He said, when I came to town, Linda Tracy was the first person I ever met. Oh, wow. She met me at my office my first day of work and let me know that her daughter's case had not been solved and it needed to be solved. Wow, good for her. Yes, yeah, she was on it. She was not letting this die. You have to be persistent. All. She was so persistent. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. It consumed her. Uh, it would me too. And it would me too. Yes. So, um, like I said, Linda gets interviewed. She states that she still cries every single day over the loss of her daughter and that the worst agony of all besides not knowing or not having an arrest was knowing that her body laid in a park for 11 months and she was alone and that they had not been able to give that child justice. Right. And it's, she said, this, this case can be solved. It needs to be solved. There's somebody out there that can just come forward and it will be solved. There you go. But we need somebody to come and help us. Right. And the police chief said there is every single year there is more and more DNA technology. Eventually it's gonna it's gonna help us. Right. And he said Back, can you imagine back then being at a, a crime scene and collecting evidence on a dead body that you didn't even know was ever going to be tested? You didn't even know why you were collecting right. it. You he just... said, but they did a great job, and we just need technology to to catch up. Yeah. So, um, anyway. <laughs> Trout has found his squeaky Speaking toy. Speaking of, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so they're asking for help. Okay, so that was in May, May of 2020. 2020. So we're going to fast forward to November of 2020. Okay. The police come back into the press, and they announce there's been an arrest. <gasps> yes! After over 33 years, the case of the missing and murdered Tammy Tracy has been solved, and there's been an indictment. Oh, wow. The grand jury indicted 64-year-old Jesse Smith. He would have been 31-ish around the time of the murder. Right. In a press conference, the DA thanked the patience of the Tracy family and the tenacious work and dedication of the police force. Right. That even though they had turnover after turnover in the police force, over, never, over, died. never died. She said they, they followed every lead throughout the 33 years that came up. It was a priority in that department to give Linda what she needed to have peace in her life. Right. So they said it was always a priority and that they knew that it would be solved. And so, Mr. Smith is found in Georgia and arrested. He's arrested in Albany, Georgia. He lists his residence as Alabama, but he still he still had a house in Rockford, outside of Rockford, Illinois. Okay. He was all over the place, but they knew exactly where he was when it was time to get him. Because okay. that was the guy they had suspected all along. Really? All along. I wonder why. Like, what was the... They won't say. Oh. They won't say. And they won't even say what the acquaintance was? They said it, he was an associate of the family. So he entered a plea of not guilty. Mm -hmm. He was extradited. So he. So this is what the statement says. He waived extradition. Well, when you waive extradition, I, I just never knew what that term meant. So I had to look it up. I thought it meant that you said it's okay to extradite me. When you waive extradition, what you're doing is you're waiving the extradition hearing. So if you don't waive extradition, that means that you sit there and it has to be governor to governor. Right. has to work out the exchange of you. Right. And so, um, but he waived that hearing, which speeds up the process. Right. If you don't waive it, then it drags on. Sure. So he went ahead and said, I'm not guilty, but I'm going to waive my, my extradition hearing. So take me. Okay. So they, they took him. So they, um, December of... 
2020, Mr. Smith arrives at the Winnebago County Jail, which is Rockford, Illinois. Okay. And his bond is set at $5 million. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, the trial is pending. They haven't gone to trial. Girl, you know how I feel about <laughs> this. But this has been solved. It has not. It's been solved. But you don't know if he's going to jail or not. Um, you don't know. Well, right now he's in jail on $5 million bail. So he isn't he going to... He hasn't had he, his court case yet. He isn't going... He's going... He's going to sit in jail until at least the court case. The court case is going to be... It, COVID is messing up the whole court system right now. So his court... He was due to be back in court in February. And I, I don't even know if he got back in court in February because there's all these... The COVID issues. So, but I just want to let you know that he was the guy that they suspected from the beginning. For 33 years, they have followed this man. They have, they were just waiting for technology and they won't say what the, what they have on him, but the police said this case has been solved. There's no question. So anyway, I like it because they solved it after 33 years. Technology caught up. They did not give up. They sat out there, and this woman, Linda, is gonna is gonna not die before she knows the truth and before she sees justice for her daughter. Because she will see justice for her daughter in twenty twenty one. I hope so. I think she will. I really think that they're very close. Good. So anyway, that's my murder. So go get pretzels. Oh, I I Captain. Well, you're closer than me. <laughs> Hitting my knee on the table every time I get because I got such long legs. Mm -hmm. All right, which flavor do you prefer, salted or everything? I would like to try the everything, please. Okay, let me just serve you. Serve me up at everything, madame. <laughs> my, <laughs> madame, madame, my, my gosh darn, <laughs> my gosh darn person. So while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about the fact that we have social media. Oh my god, we certainly do, guys. We have social media. And um, we're on Instagram. You can find us at, at Sugarcoated Murder. So easy to find us. We're on TikTok. I don't know how you find us except try to find Sugarcoated Murder Podcast. Um, and we have Facebook. We have we're a regular. And we tick, we talk, we insta, we gram. Oh my God. We twit, we face, we book. We're big and we hook. And we hook <laughs> and we mean. We face, we're face hookers. We're face hookers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look, this really does look like a pretzel. I mean, it looks like a special pretzel, but it's a pretzel. Yeah, um, my mustard expired in December, but um, I think it'll be good. Sure, it's hot mustard. What could go wrong? It's a great coupon. Smells like mustard. Yeah, you want some? A little bit. Thank you. Do you like some great coupon? Excuse me there. <laughs> <laughs> what was that commercial? I know. It was what a great coupon commercial. It was. Yeah. Excuse me there. Have you any gray poupon? Could you pass the gray poupon? Give me some damn gray poupon. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, mm, that is good. Oh my god, y'all, this is pretzel. That really is. I made pretzel. I made pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Holy crap, I made pretzel. You did an excellent job. I mean, that's pretty good. It tastes just like a pretzel, y'all. Y'all, you got to do this, because if I can do it, anybody can. All right. Have you gone over all the social media? No. I, I stopped on the Facebook. Oh, we, we have... got a Facebook. We got a fan page. Yeah. Coded Murder Podcast fan page. Yes, and that's where you get... Um... 
You get previews. And you get to be friends. You get to be friends. You just ask to be a friend. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. But if you like the page, that's fine. But you're not a friend if you like the page. You got to request to be friends. Yeah. If you like the page, you're friendly and kind, but you're not friends. You're not. You're and you're not going to. You're not in the circle. You're not going to special stuff. No, you're not going to. You're not going to get the early announcement, the early release of the episode. If we do a live feed, which we are probably going to do this week. I know last episode we said we were getting ready to make a big announcement and then we had some technical issues and we couldn't make the announcement and now we're going to make the announcement. Now we're ready. No, well, not today. Real. No, not right now. This is not the announcement. Right. But we're going to make the announcement. Yeah. And it's going to be live on the fan page. Yeah, we're going to be live. You're going to see our, our ugly mugs. You're going to see our mugs. We're going to be mugging. mugging. We're going to be mugging hooker <laughs> users. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we got big things coming. Coming up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Guys, this pretzel are really good. Mm. And it's not making me thirsty. And we also have email. Oh, yeah. You can email us and ask us for this damn recipe. And I want you to say, just like that, give me, give me the, the damn, damn pretzel recipe. I yeah. want to make pretzel. Yeah. Just say, give me the damn recipe. I want to make pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> and that's murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. Uh-huh. All right, guys. What else? Anything um, else? Oh, we have a link tree. We, we do. post that when we post our episodes. The link tree, it's got all of our special links. Mm -hmm. We just recently added a new feature, buy me a cup of coffee. Yes, you can go on and buy us a cup of coffee or whatever. You can donate to our creative Right, right because stash. it does cost money for us to buy the baking supplies. And, and just in general, we pay for a lot of we pay for a lot of services that it takes to actually put a podcast Don't out. Don't say services. No, like um, weird. It's not weird. Not like people aren't <laughs> serving us. It's like applications. Yeah. We so do. anyway, it costs money. It does, and we wouldn't. We're not mind. looking to get rich, but it would be nice if we had some support. I mean, even if we got close to breaking even, that would be nice. Yeah. So, and um, in the very near future, I think we're gonna maybe try to run a fundraiser for the podcast. Oh, so that's stay a great tuned idea. for that. We'd yeah. Like to, We'll do like a t-shirt campaign or something. Very exciting. And put that out to y'all. And hopefully y'all can find a way to support us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. But more than anything, we just love that you all still listen to us. Yes. And you haven't given up on us. Some no. people say they want more, more, more. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody that said, please, less, less, less. Yeah, no. Not yet. I mean, maybe they're just nice and not saying it, but right. I appreciate that they don't say that. Exactly. It would me crush too. me. It would crush me. It would be me. devastating. Yeah. So, we want you guys to stay sweet. And don't murder. But. If you kill people. We will talk about you. Have a great week. And we love you. And goodbye. Bye-bye. And make a pretzel. Have a pretzel. Bye -bye. Be a pretzel. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.